Your Partner in Success Radio is a free business podcast with host Denise Griffiths. It's all about great stories, conversation, and context to help you move your business and life forward with actionable tips and advice from her guest experts. To listen and subscribe, just find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you consume your podcasts. Welcome to Your Partner in Success Radio. I'm your host, Denise Griffiths, and today I'm excited. I get to welcome Julie Jones-Hamilton to the show, and we're going to talk about, or she's going to talk about, why we are the CEO of our own lives. And to be honest, I always thought I was. I'm one of those people, you can't tell me what to do. I fight with my GPS system. She says, go left. And I see you're not the boss of me. So you get where I'm going with this. It's ugly sometimes. It's true. So Julie Jones Hamilton is She's fascinating. Wait till you hear all that. She's a producer, an entrepreneur, best-selling author. She brings over 30 years of experience in the human potential and personal development industry. And I actually met her through my friend, Lynn Kitchen, who I have mentioned multiple times on this show because she just brings so much to my table. So with a career spanning over 25 years, she has supported thousands of women and families in recovery and personal transformation. She's the co-founder of Think and Grow Sober and the co-founder of Kitchen Hamilton Productions, again, Lynn Kitchen, which creates international positive media programming and the national cable television series, World's Greatest Motivators. Y'all go find it, World's Greatest Motivators, which is a 13-episode television series featuring Bob Proctor, Les Brown, Jack Canfield, Lisa Nichols, John Asaroff, David Meltzer, and Sharon Lecter, who was my guest not too long ago, and many others. Mm. I'm telling you, that was a great podcast. So Julie ah, is on the show. Brian Tracy. And oh, Brian Tracy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anybody else that I missed? You had a big round oh, up. with David Meltzer and right. David Sumpner and Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. So everybody go find <laughs> it. I'm telling you right now. So Julie is also the co producer of Modern Day uh-huh. Millionaire. Bob Proctor at Carnegie Hall, and the Council of Wisdom and the Master Mentor Series representing America's list of renowned thought leaders and speakers. And I think you're currently creating a national PBS special series, aren't you? Well, actually, what we're doing is we're going into global distribution with a World's Greatest Motivators series. Wonderful. So we took it from an American to the world. <laughs> and so I love, when Lynn started telling me about that, and I was telling her this the other day, I said, how did you all, oh, it seems like it just came out of nowhere. I knew nothing about it. And all of a sudden I started getting emails and I was like, what? Where did this come from? What is this? And of course, I would go. I thought I knew everything. And then I would go look at these and go, oh, my God. So it's it's an important series. So, Julie, you know, I'm waxing eloquent about you. Welcome to your partner in success radio. I'm, I'm oh, really delighted to have you here today. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I am so grateful to be here and to be your guest. And I also want to acknowledge your audience and send them blessings. And oh, thank you. It's a beautiful day. I'm happy to be here. It is. We were just talking in my virtual green room. I'm in the deep south. You have lived in in 
part of the deep south. And normally this time of year, we're running around in flip-flops and shorts, and it's kind of hard to get in the Christmas mood when you're sweating. Right now, I'm actually <laughs> freezing, and I'm so happy. You have no idea. I'm so excited that I'm cold, which Isn't I know a lot of people go, yeah, yeah. It's just Good. weird. I well, know. Well, yeah, it just goes to show how um, – does <laughs> and we get to enjoy it so if it's snowing we get to warm up and be in snow it's interesting you know Denise I was born and raised in Southern California on the beach and spent half my first half of my life there and then I met a southern gent beautiful southern gentleman who whisked me in my 28 boxes to the south and I'm thinking to, to Kentucky this is where I live now and I was thinking, okay, now where's Kentucky? Is it Tennessee, Kentucky? Which state is it? <laughs> you know, because I was in my own little bubble on the beach and then uh, moved to, to – it's the first time I was ever surrounded by states. I had always been on a coast. So um, God bless them. Uh, we were able to acquire a second home in Florida on the uh, south uh, Florida in – on the Atlantic, and we spent many Christmases down there, and it reminded me of the of of Southern California. However, I've been here for thirty years, and I have yet to have that longing of going back home because the seasons, the change of seasons, speaking of nature, are so beautiful and breathtaking in the state I'm in. I mean, it is so beautiful. And it really causes me to pause and to recognize and and feel so grateful that I'm living in an abundant universe with abundance of seasons and the weather and so forth. So, you know, it, it uh, you know, and which is part of what, <laughs> if you don't mind me diving right in, because this morning when I woke up, I woke up thinking about, you know, the state of the affairs and what so many of us are facing. And a lot of it has to be the sense of uncertainty, you know, in our health and in closing of businesses and the transitioning of systems and education and jobs and career and political. I mean, everywhere I look, I notice things changing. And it's interesting because there is a certainty and an absolute truth in the universe that everything changes, just like the seasons. Just like oh, the, from moment to know? moment. I mean, where I live, oh, yeah. and, and I know you've seen this too, and I'm so glad that you love Kentucky. Look, I live in southwest Louisiana. We have two seasons, basically, hot and hotter than hell. And part of that <laughs> hotter than hell is summer, which means it's also the mud season because it rains every day. Oh, yeah. So yeah. It's crazy, but, you know, every time... The weather changes like this. Look, I've had my windows open since before Thanksgiving because it's cool and it's breezy and it's not humid. And I am not closing those mm. windows until I'm forced into it. Right now, my cats asked me to turn on a little heater so they could huddle around it. Yeah. It's that cold mm-hmm. in the house. I don't care. I like it. But you're right. I mean, things can change. You know, the joke is always, you know, if you don't like the weather, wait an hour Life is the same way. Oh, in way. Kentucky, it's five minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But life is the same it's way. You'll minutes. think you're just running life along and everything's okay, way. and then you mm-hmm. hit 
you know, the refrigerator door and go, ow, what was I thinking? Yeah. So, you know, you have to pay attention to what's bothering you. I'll be honest. I woke up this morning, rare, which is rare with me, in a really ticky mood. And I was just irritable, really, really irritable. And I didn't know why. And I finally had to sit down and have a talk with myself and just say, what in the world is wrong with you? Why are you being so crabby? And I had to sit and just say, Whatever it is, calm it down. But you know what it is, Julie? I think as a world right now, we're all experiencing almost an epidemic of low-level dread. We just don't know what's coming. We don't know how to cope. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And that's what brings me around to this topic of change. That's Mm -hmm. what, I mean, it is, if this is true that everything is changing, I mean, my hair's growing. I mean, day into night time, everything changes. Oh yeah. Then what is my what is my role in this change? Because right now it's such a heightened energy of complete uncertainty and fear. So many of us fear change. We don't know yet. Change is everywhere present in our experience. I mean, we're constantly growing from a child to an adult or to an adolescent to an adult. You know, everything is changing. What is happening? is the resistance to change is heightened. The resistance to change brings out fear and anger fear. and doubt in our lives. Exactly. Life. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so and, and sometimes you have to just say, what is it that's bothering you? In my case this morning, I found out pretty quickly what bothered me. I have been mm. in front of my monitor for weeks now because I want to take the last two weeks off. And to do that, I have to finish up all of my work today, which Mm -hmm, means that mm -hmm. I have managed to clutter my surroundings, and I hate clutter. Mm. Hate it, hate it, hate it. And I looked around this morning and went, well, there it is. That's what's got me so darn irritable. There's garbage, not garbage, but there's just stuff everywhere. It's not where it belongs. Uh Yeah, and it really bothers me. Hey, well, you know what? I bet you're not the only one. Think about Think about the ones that are at homeschooling. Think about the ones who are doing work from their home. Think about all the changes that are going around. You know, we're not really um, taught to go with the flow or to expect change. That isn't taught to us. It's not embraced in a way in which we learn how to create a healthy life experience by acceptance of this change. And when it comes at us in such, such full force on all levels, You know, what I would love to say to your audience is in the midst of change, if we know this, then we can shift quicker, is in the midst of change, there is always opportunity. And instead of resisting the change and trying to mix, manage, and control and fix and orchestrate everything to to be the same, it's almost like a release and let go and, and, you know, and allow a new model allow a new acceptance, allow what you would prefer. You know, we're all given great, great power to imagine and to create what we would prefer that would be even something better, to design this that would suit me better in my experience in my life or in my business. And we're not taught that. We're not taught that, you know, the resistance has has caused more failed relationships, businesses, governments, whereas acceptance and change creates acceptance of change, creates innovation, new ideas, exactly. grand, grander industries, new possibilities. 
It's oh, I agree with you. It, it I mean, really it is. is. You know, and I can't argue with you there. Mm-hmm. And one of the big words, you know, buzzword, I, I reckon that I've heard since the spring is, "Oh, we've got to pivot. We've got to pivot." I'll be honest with you, I hate that word. You know, to me, I if too. I pivot I too quickly, accept, adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm anything adapt. but pivot. We are really adaptable. Yeah, human beings are really adaptable. Just like what you were saying today. You know, I was so cold. Well, then you can get warm. We can adapt to the cold. We can adapt. It amazes me people who live in Antarctica. And they live there. <laughs> you know, adapt. We, I could. We I could actually live there. I, would, I wouldn't mind it at all. <laughs> so could my father. He <laughs> loves that cold, you know, coldness. Now, me, I am, when I have a lot of melanin, melanin whatever that word is in my name, where I can I be know. in the... Where, where, where I can be in the sun, I walk across the street and my skin color turns darker. You know, I can oh, be in the, uh, my father's like, yeah. fair. He's really fair skin. So, you know, and we look around the globe and we see, you know, how we've all adapted to all regions, all weathers. So, you know, what I believe is not only are we adaptable, but what is all of this signaling to us, all this greater change? That we are adaptable, that we are able to reevaluate, uh, uh, reset, uh, remind ourselves of what matters most to us. What is the most important thing to us? You know, and part of that is is that we are the CEO and leader of our experiences. We are the director, the boss, and the ultimate authority of our life. So where have I been giving that away? expecting something out there to fix this inside here. You know, it, it doesn't matter if we're seeking more customers or a partner in a relationship or more money or more opportunity. Whatever it is, I must be willing to be open to the possibilities because I never know when the rug is going to be prevent, quote, provincial rug that's ripped out from under us when a global pandemic is going to come and close down industry and shelter in place when health my health may be jeopardized like so many you know who that has had that experience this year you know it's it's like i must be willing to be open instead of pivoting but to be open to the possibility of of to use a mental faculty called imagination and in doing this, imagine what it is that I would prefer here. What would I prefer more of or to create or to, and to be focused on focusing on what I can do or what I, where I am with what I have in order to create an, a result or an outcome instead of be resisting and pushing and arguing and being angry and doubtful and fearful, which keeps me in that type of energy, I'll never find my way out of that. It just gets more and more and more, and I create more, and I attract more. Whereas when this happens to us, and it happens to all of us in life in some form or fashion, for me, it happened very young. As you mentioned, you know, I came from um, addiction at a very early age. You know, I am a reformed people pleaser and approval seeker. And I believed that something was wrong with me. And that led me to addiction and jail and rehab and bankruptcy and divorce. And it wasn't until I recognized 
that my answers from me come in direct proportions to my attitude and thoughts about myself. You see, you know, so many of us feel inadequate because we're unable to either control others or control our situation or the predicaments that we're in, the ones that we don't prefer. And some of us even carry around past that are dictating our present moments and our future. So what is the solution for some of this? What We believe that there's something missing, that we've got to get it from out there, that someone's got to validate me, that someone's got to acknowledge me in order for me to be okay. And, you know, there is so that all of, all of us are in the same space right now, in the same place. And what I know to be true is that it is an equal playing field. Nobody has more or less air to breathe than I do. Exactly. exactly. And we each, we each get to determine what we want to do with this life. And it sometimes takes some type of tragedy or catastrophe or, or awakening for us to realize what is it that I really want? Well, what I know for sure is we all want peace of mind, health, love, you know, the basics. We all want to give love and be loved. I mean, these are our basics, and it's almost like we're being brought around to take inventory of what matters most to me, what matters most. And if that's the case, then, you know, where do I go from here? Where do I start? Well, for me, I use three to, to autocorrect myself when I am feeling negative energy. I use three very important tools. I mean, these are my go-to when I'm filled with fear or doubt or anger or discontent. I pause because it's not a good feeling. And what I learned on my journey, I can be as happy as I make my mind up to be. That's an awareness. We all are. We can be as happy to make up our mind to be. It's an inside job. So I pause and I ask myself, am I being judgmental? Am I attached to what's going on? Am I being resistant? Those are my three watchwords because what I really want to be is non-judgmental, non-attached and non-resistance to all things, especially change. So when I adhere to those things, if I'm being non-judgmental, then that means I'm accepting. Acceptance is the number one key to serenity. Accept people, places, and going on exactly the way it is, and then move into not being attached, non-attached to the situation so that I can allow people and places to be the way they are. Just allow, allow, allow all of this to unfold and then non-resistance. If I'm not in resistance, what's the opposite? These are all the opposite. The opposite of judging is acceptance. The opposite of attachment is allowing. The opposite of non-resistance is flow. Be in the flow. Be in the flow. I I mean, to allow things to reveal itself to me for my next step. And then I go and I use what would I prefer? What would I love here? Maybe 
the job I was in or what I was doing or the career that I got laid off of or whatever is causing me to go deeper in to create maybe a new business. Remember, I'm the leader and CEO of my life. We all are. And maybe it's an opportunity for me to push the pause button and say, okay, how? And here's something really cool. What I want for myself, I want for everybody. So how can I deliver my gifts and talents, which we all have, to, the, to others? What can I do, leverage that, be part of that, and monetize it? I mean, that's a good question to ask myself. You know, what is it, what value? Because everybody has value. We're in this value is just an exchange of what I have that you may need. I mean, I was talking to someone the other day about that uh, that person who opened up here in our neighborhood, uh, another man's treasure. You know, when we recycle or consignments, people, you know, sell other things in order for, you know, us for me to buy to buy it. So, I mean, there's there's think in other possibility thinking, meaning what could be possible for me right here, right now. To be able to accept that I'm going through this change, allow everything to be the way it is, because here's something I know. This universe has been going on for a very long time, and it has gone through a lot of stuff. And I truly believe that all of us are here for a reason, for a purpose right now. I believe it is divine. I believe we all are. I believe that that everyone is has gifts and talents and a purpose being here. Everyone, no exceptions. And that we are all unique as our own thumbprint. And that without, in the tapestry of life, without you and your thumbprint and your uniqueness, no matter what level or stage of life you're in in this very moment, without the red in this tapestry, there would be a void for eternity. That's how important everybody is. You know, it's interesting. I'm not going to argue with you there. I agree with you. You know, we, and, and yet we're not taught this. We're not taught this. So maybe what if this is the journey that we are in a discovery of our own uniqueness, our own uh, validation, our own value, and it's up to us to discover what that is and to be that. You know, we all have our preferences, our likes, our desires, our dreams in us. They're a part of us. They are who we are. What if we start taking that journey to discover what that is and bring that, you know, go to a, an ex, 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 exhibition? No, no, expedition expedition journey within and find out what is it that I would really love to be, do, have, and give in the world. What is that? And to really identify that, you know, and figure that out. And when I figure that out, then, you know, what are the, where I start right, where I am with what I have, what are the steps that I would take? Who would I reach out to? Because when I do that, it's interesting how, how I see, I come from the lenses of a higher perspective, and I began to see opportunity steps. Well, if I would love to do that, who would I call? Well, and each step I take, another step is revealed. It doesn't download in the whole blueprint. 
I, I began to design it. I began to create it. That, that's called self-motivation, and we, we do not do this by ourselves. We do this with others. We're meant to be with others. Life is supposed to feel good. We're supposed to be happy, and we're supposed to satisfy our dreams. But we don't do it alone. That's why I have so many mentors. That's why Lynn and I joined, for, joined and created a business to bring these motivators to the front and center. I mean, we could get on a stage, and, and we've, we're, we're certified, and, 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 and we can do this. However, why not leverage the ones who have, have been steeped in this and have been doing this for decades and create a platform to allow them to to share tools and techniques and and tactics and 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 how to find that place that space within that motivates and 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 validates each and every one of us that it's okay to be you we need you we need you and your gifts and your talents whatever they are to 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 expand and to grow and to evolve all of this that's going on right now is just part of the evolution of humanity. It's just part of our soul's evolution, the world's evolution. It's just part of it. Now, you know, I don't know what, what all of it is and all this stuff. I have, you know, I'm not filled with all of the answers, but I do know change is a constant. The absolute, number one. Absolute in the the number one absolute in the universe is everything changes. The one absolute in humanity, 100% absolute, is absolute dominion over the thoughts we choose to think. Not overthinking. Thinking is a continuum. It's consciousness. It's what we're in right now. It's life. But I can choose the thoughts I want to focus on. And they can be fear-based and combative and negative and doubtful, or they can be open and willing and curious and, well, what can I do? If I'm top of the food chain, if I'm made in the likeness and image of the infinite in the universe, then I can adapt. I can change. I can change my point of view. I can change my attitude on a dime if I choose. Exactly. I have choices. And I think many of us are so panicked at some level or another that they're not realizing or even taking advantage of we do have those choices. Once I recognized that clutter was really bothering me, because it's, it's you know, you get tunnel vision. You're wandering around going, I've got to go do this. I've got to do this. And you don't actually see what is right in front of you or under your feet when you step on it or whatever. And once I identified that this morning, all of a sudden I went, oh, okay, I got it. I'm, well, that's on my list of things to do Saturday. I'm good. So off it went, and I got rid of my cruddy attitude. But, Julie, I have to tell you, I mean, and I've been trying really hard not to interrupt you because what you're saying is so <laughs> important and it's so wise. But I have to tell you, when we were talking the other day, when I was you know, convincing you, yes. begging you to come on my show, I, you know, I remember saying to you, Julie, I think we're sisters. We just haven't met and we didn't know mm. it. <laughs> and while, and like mm. the reason Amen. I say that, truly, I think so, the, while you were talking at the very 
beginning of, of this kind of segment that we just covered or you just covered, I was writing down three different things, and I'll be darned if you didn't cover all of them without me asking a question. One was critical thinking. One was curiosity. The other was history. And there you are. You read my mind. It's so interesting. You know, when you, you, you talked about pivot in the beginning, and then we talked about shift, and then we talked about allowing, and we talked about acceptance, and we talked about, you know, it's interesting, the thoughts that we carry, that internal voice of judgment, um, it came to us at a very early age from well-meaning uh, uh, teachers and parents and, you know, who've only learned what their people taught them and their people taught them. It can go back seven generations and their belief systems. And the interesting thing about belief systems is that we can change them if they no longer serve us. If they don't feel good to us, a belief is just a thought that we thought over and over and over again. And because we have that 100% dominion over the thoughts we choose to think, we can create a new belief system that serves us. What if I am the CEO of my life? What if I'm my highest authority? What if I can change my perspective? You know, we have six mental faculties. You know, one of them is imagination. What if I can imagine a better life for me, a more expansive one that allows me to feel good? You know, what if I can relax and take it easy and not struggle and accept everything as it is and allow people, places, and things to be who they are and enjoy the flow of life even during all of this upheaval and allowing and having empathy, having love and care for others and, and, and peace of mind. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, but I do know that right here, right now in the moment that I get to be with you, that I can, I can calm myself down. And that's another really important tool. When I am in fear, I bring myself to the now. Right now where I'm sitting, I'm safe. No, no one and nothing's going to eat me. You know, I'm safe. I'm okay right here, right now. Now, my conditions may be, you know, shaking outside of me right here. Everything may be shifting. Everything may be unsettled. Everything may be whatever it is for you or for our audience or for whatever's going on right now. Yes, that's true. But there's a greater truth to be known. I can create my own internal calm by you know, by not judging it, by, you know, accepting, by not, you know, by those, 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 those three watchwords, by not being attached to everything. It's got to be my way. If it's not my way, forget it, you know, by being attached and to allow, because it's going to evolve. It's going to change. Chances are we're, we're going to be here another 365 days, and this is going to be a totally different landscape. Why not be the architect of this landscape of what you're creating for the next year? Why not ask yourself, you know, what would you love? Well, I do know this. I want to be a calming uh, presence in this storm. I really do. I don't want to add to the anxiety. Does that mean turning off my TV? Maybe. Does that mean not reading the news? Maybe. Does that mean, you know, choosing to enjoy this time of year with my loved ones the best that I can, whatever the parameters are that we're living in? Maybe. But what I do know is resisting 
pinches me off from the flow of life. So what if we just it, it, relax, take it easy, don't struggle? What would you love? This is the eternal question. What would you love? What would you love right now? Well, I would love peace. What would I do to get that? Take a deep breath and know I'm safe right here, right now, in the moment, in the now. I mean, that's a powerful tool, don't you think? It is, and I do it all the time. I have to. You know, I will drive mm. myself half ragged by trying to multitask in my own brain. I'm not even writing it down, and I'm a list maker. My lists are gorgeous. They're color-coded. They're beautiful. I love that. I love that. <laughs> Always. I love that. But I will also do the same thing in my head, and after a while, I'm giving myself a headache because now I'm color-coding my brain. That doesn't yeah, work that's very right. well. Don't do that. You know, you just mentioned do you that. just mentioned something. You mentioned something really important. Writing it down. Do you know how I write everything it is down. to write yeah. down? Do you, yeah. Everyone, journal, write, list making. Some of the most successful people I know that I really am inspired by and I admire, they write lists all the time. Why? Because they want inner peace. They don't want a cluttered brain. <laughs> you know? They want to, and we can multitask ourselves to death. We really can. Women in particular, yeah, I think, a, are really yeah, bad about myth. that. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. Myth. When I, yeah, when I say I exactly now, when I know I make an appointment with everything. I make an appointment with my dishes, my laundry, my desk cleaning, my children, my husband, my my business. I make appointments with everything. I run a very okay, we're not, I love we're my not calendar. sisters. We're twins. Seriously. I schedule <laughs> everything. And I, I live alone. I'm calendar. an introvert, but I, I schedule everything and I think I it was do. my sister said, Well, why do you do that? You don't have to answer to anybody. I said, But I have to answer to me. And I need to have and it some gives structure. me freedom. Exactly. Yeah. If I have that structure you know, and I know what that. has to be done, I'm good. I'm good to go. Do you know what just what just came to mind was all these systems that are dissolving right now? All these systems that are dissolving before our eyes. <laughs> I mean, everywhere we look, we are creatures of habits and structures. We really are. We navigate best when we have a vision or a mission or structure. That's the truth, really, really. And so does nature. We can, you can follow nature. Nature has a very divine, orderly structure. When we're out of that, we feel like we're on shaky ground. And it reminds me of an of a experience I had when uh, my husband became very ill. And, and he, I mean, to the point where, you know, for a good year, I mean, he had a quadruple bypass. I mean, he had some issues and whatever. And he was unable to man the ship in business. And he had multiple businesses. And I watched a lot of this dissolve. And I oh. had to step up. I had to step up. And at that moment, I mean, the only thing, I, I could barely breathe when I woke up in the morning. And I remember distinctively saying, okay, I'm going in. I am tapping a place inside myself that is greater than me, you know, connected to something great. And I could no longer listen to that internal voice of judgment. I could no longer listen to anything outside myself, the conditions or whatever. I needed to go within. And it was at that moment in time that I realized I can tap into something greater than me. I can tap into 
you know, this, this place that is calm with poised confidence, just if I stay within. Because inside of us, there is a place in all of us, of the spark of this kind of knowing that we're greater than our conditions, we're greater than, we're more than just this human experience. I believe we have the invisible side of our nature and our human side of our nature. And that that invisible side of our nature is speaking to us all the time. It's that voice we have, that conversation we have with that voice within all the time. That calm voice. Not. And how do I know the difference? Well, the ego-based or that internal critical thinking is negative. It's telling me all the don'ts. It's reminding me of all my past experiences that I failed and was hurt and was betrayed and all of this negative. And when I began to trust the other part, the voice that says, hey, you've got this. You're okay. You'll be okay. You're in this. You're here now. This is, you know, what it looks like. You know, just I began to grow and I began like an old oak tree. Not that I'm an old oak tree, but I began to feel stability. And I began to plan and I began to structure and I began to, you know, call in mentors and people and others that have walked the path before me and have were able to give me more of what I was looking for. See, I know. And be, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I know exactly what you're talking about. And you mentioned ego. I think we all do this. We're in the shower or we're in the bathtub. And because we're not distracted, hopefully, by a bunch of other stuff, that is when I will call them out loud, my spirit guides. They come to visit because I'm quiet. Not that I'm not always quiet, but I'm I'm in a place where nobody can get to me. You know, I'm, I'm watching nothing. I'm quiet. And I will start hearing voices. And I don't, you know, I'm not a sociopath. I promise. Well, I don't think I am. Maybe I shouldn't promise. That. We all do. We all hear voices. Who are we, we having the conversation do. with inside our mind? And that's exactly right. Now, the so cool I, thing is, yeah. Good. Well, what I was going to say is, I figured out that when I, and I'm not talking out loud, but I'm hearing them in my, it's a conversation in my head. And when I hear the voice in my head say, well, I'm going to do this, I know instantly that's baloney because that's my ego talking. But when I hear we are going to do this, I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And I get my bathtub crayons out. I bought them at Amazon. I take them into the shower with me. I scribble all over my bathroom walls, my shower wall. That's so good. It works. You talk about writing things down. And, you know, I scribbled the, the things that my spirit guides are telling me or whoever it is that's talking to me. It could be Jeeves. Jeeves rides in the car with me. You know, it could be anybody, but it's not me. It's well, somebody, something else. Right. So that's I've what I'm speaking to about that invisible side. Exactly. Yeah, that you, exactly. we all, now, this is, this is no exception. We all have this invisible side of our nature. It's like our soul. It's like our soul stuff. Now, right. you know, we're not Neil, Neil Donald Walsh. Neil Donald Walsh. Yeah, Neil yeah, conversations conversation with yeah. God. Gotcha. Conversation with God. All right. Now, whatever you call your higher power or your higher self or your, you know, that ancient wisdom, or it's been spoken oh. about and brought yeah. down from the ages of humanity. We're not doing this alone. We're not our own little man's and island deal. It's, we're all connected. This is an 
interconnectical galaxy highway of souls that are here presenting on earth as humans. If you would love, if you would choose, if you would like. But what I do know is that every single one of us have that man, woman, and child have this fundamental spark of knowing that they're, that we're connected to something. I didn't make myself. You didn't make myself yourself. We're here for a reason, a purpose, something. Well, when we recognize that, that, that you here now, you're the only you. There isn't any other you. You're beautiful. You're awesome. You're unique. You're, and when we absorb that and recognize, hey, you know, every single one of my grandchildren, every single one of my children, everyone I know, I, you know, hey, listen, there's no one like you. Give yourself permission to, you will be supported. You have that spark inside of you. It's called life. It will guide you, direct you. It will, you know, trust that inside of you. Bring it in. Bring it on in. Everything we seek, everything we're looking for is inside of us. And a part of us knows this. So if, if I mean, if I'm simply giving permission to give you yourself permission to, to, to acknowledge that, then, hey, that's the greatest thing I could do today. Oh, I mean, somebody gave me permission to give myself permission to take this journey inside and to find that spark and anchor in it and make alignment with it because the universe works a certain way. There's laws in this universe. You know, it is reflected in our consciousness. Consciousness, remember, is like all of us. We're all in it. And it works a certain way. It's our job to align ourselves up to the way it works, not to make it align to my way. You know, there's 8 billion uh, uh, souls on the planet today, people on the planet. But there's only one road that leads to this. But it's 8 billion different roads to lead to this one truth that we are all a part of, this one particular you know, it's called life. And we're doing this all together. You know, we, a universe means all of us. It's not a me-verse or a you-verse. We live in a universe. And we're here to be, to help help others. Do you know that the there is a law, a universal law called the law of receiving? There isn't a law of giving because it's our nature to give. Have you ever been at witness like when someone got hurt or fell and you have no idea who that person is, but you rush to help them up or there's an oh, action yeah. and everybody runs to the action? That's our nature to give. Well, I tell my children, especially during the holidays, I use this all year long, but this is my example. I remember I'd buy, uh, do you, have you ever bought a gift that you know would suit a person perfectly? It could be at Christmas time. It could be during Hanukkah or holidays. It could be, you know, in March or July. You, you see something like, oh, my gosh, I know someone who would love this, and you buy it. Well, okay, let's use Christmas because it's a holiday we're in. You get that present, you put it under the tree, and you know they're going to get it if you're, if you're celebrating Christmas. You know that they're going to open up this gift. And I'm, I've got one eye on that gift and one eye on that person waiting for them to open it because I cannot wait for them to open it. And when they open it, they're like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. The joy I have knowing that they're going to open it is more important to me than all the gifts that, that I have sitting around me that are mine to open. I am so excited 
to see somebody receive. People love to feel good, can contribute to them feeling good. That's the ultimate. And giving, to give. Give of ourselves is so easy. A smile, a recognition. You know, we all want to feel like we matter. I mean, there's four sureties. I'm going on another tangent here. (laughs) Indulge me on these another four points. There's four sureties that all humans have. The first one is we want to feel like we matter, and we do. The second one is we want to feel like we listen to, to be listened to. That's a very, that's a giving of love when you listen to somebody. The, another one is we want to participate. Hey, can I pray? Can I, can I be included? And then the other one is contribute. We want to contribute. I want to contribute to your happiness. I want to contribute to your show. I want to contribute to your audience. I want to contribute to my loved ones. I want to contribute to my company for sureties. If we all did that, then we're interconnected and we're all self-validated. When we do that for others, it is done unto us. So, you know, know that you matter. Know that we're listening. Know that you can play. You can participate. And know that your contribution to society is necessary. Oh, very much so. And I've got some more questions I've been writing down. One of the things is just ask. Look, I'm an A-type personality. Mm. I'm a card-carrying introvert. I'm not shy. People are always <laughs> shocked. In fact, I don't have any darn filters. But, you know, people are always a little bit shocked when I say, look, I'm an introvert. That just means that I love being in my own mind, in my own space. I mean, I'm fine with people for 59 and three-quarter minutes. But after that, I have to go home. <laughs> but, but what I have found was that if I didn't ask questions, like if I didn't ask Lynn, who she would recommend that I talk to, and she instantly said, oh, well, you've got to talk with, with Julie. I was like, okay. I was mm. happy to do so. But I think a lot of us forget that people – really do want to be on the gifting part of life and we don't necessarily know how to receive I've always had trouble with that I'm still teaching myself how to receive gracefully and even recognize that I am being given something I have no idea what that's all about but I'm working on it but you know I think when you will just say and I'll give you an example my brother god bless him is a double lung transplant patient he's in his 8th year with those Ooh. new lungs and he's having a terrible time he really is oh. and he's back in the hospital again he had covid his wife had covid my sister had covid it's like oh my god so all of them all at the same time kind of came down with it but he fell and hurt himself pretty badly so eventually he said i want to go home i'm going home he called my sister who's just getting over her COVID. She's exhausted. And he said, can you come get me? And she's, she said, okay. She says, wait a second. I can't drive. I'm exhausted myself. Can't they send you home in an ambulance? He said, well, I don't know. She said, have you ever asked? Well, no. And it just struck me as something he should have already had that answer to. Will they bring him back home? Well, they did. So you don't know if you don't ask is my point. So, That's ask. So important. 
And people will tell you, there's so really important. two answers, three maybe. You know, two, one is no, the other is yes, and then there's a maybe, which is really a no. So there's really only two answers, but you don't have. Yeah, but even the maybe. But you don't know. the possibility. Could yeah, be. The, may, the could maybe be. could be, well, maybe I can. Let me what think else about can it. we do? That's, right. that's, a, that's a possibility thinking. But why that don't we ask? I mean, it took me the longest kind of time to just ask for help. I mean, it was just downright stupid. Well, you know, of me, when we I recognize that we're all in this, yeah, when we're all in this together, uh, it, it, and we recognize that part of the gift is giving. People love to give. Now, if they can't, that's cool. That's cool. Go to the next. Go to the next. Go to the next. What we do is maybe ask and get a no, and that's it. It's over. It's done. Right. You know, and, you know, asking is so important. What else did you write down? You said you were writing things down. And imagination. When you said imagination um, earlier, I immediately thought of. I I first came across John Asaroff when he was talking about vision boards years ago, years, years, years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and we talk about imagination at work. I mean, he is he personified it. Absolutely. Do you know that's one of our greatest faculty? In fact, that is what manifests, what makes our, you know, so, okay, so many, so many of us, and I just have this one last point because I really do, I'm so thrilled about other things that I want to share with your audience about, you know, gifts and stuff. <laughs> but what I do want to mention about the imagination, um, whether we know it or not, we're all manifesting a life. We're here. We're the cause of our effect. Um, it, it, that's deep, but in the meantime, when we say, you know, boy, I would really love to work in an industry uh, as a doctor. Well, the minute you imagine yourself as a doctor and, and how that would feel and you try it on in your imagination, no matter what your age is, then you enroll in law school, or I'm sorry, in, in medical school. And then you go through and you take the journey and data, and before you know it, you're a doctor. You know, that's a structure step. You know, it was so interesting. I always wanted to be a housewife and a mother when I was young. And I was at an early age. And I love it. But I've also always wanted to be a, a business owner, an entrepreneur. And right before I got married, I owned a salon, a business. And sold that and then went into, you know, we're doing this anyway. You know, we're manifesting anyway. Why? Because we're using the imagination is equal to evolution. We imagined long ago when we, you know, were thunderals or whatever in the very beginning, we all sat on, on dust floors, whatever. We sat in caves and someone thought, you know, hey, I want to be up elevated so they sat on a rock and they said I want to lean on my back so then they made a chair and they used wood and they used whatever and they made a chair and they da 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 you know and it and it evolves and it goes and it evolves and you can see all through history as it's evolved by an idea they say God's currency is ideas ideas are it's our imagination it comes from our imagination and it's going to keep on coming it's what it's Evolution. Evolution is ideas. So right now, and where we're at with all of these structures dissolving and shifting and, and changing at such a heightened 
uh, change, I invite everyone to really be aware of what new structures would be even better in your household, in your industry, in your business. You know, we live in an abundant universe. The only reason we have poverty is because of distribution. We have a distribution, but there is issue. And when that is solved, that even creates more abundance to the one who, whose ideas comes from comes forth and to everyone else. It's just all boats rise. So we lift up and rise all boats. And I believe that we are evolving into that consciousness of that universe, the unity. Oh, you just mm-hmm. reminded me of something that I've always said. I haven't said it in a while. I don't, I'm not sure why, but I will frequently say, listen, water seeks its own level, and I'm talking about people there. So if you go on social media and you find the same malcontents who are complaining about anything and everything, I guess women are called Karens now, and it's like, really? This is who you want to associate yourself with? This is who you want to show up and be? Why? But water does seek its own level. And I will always seek people like you and Lynn Kitchen. And my next guest is going to be the father of the cell phone. He created the cell phone, Motorola. I mean, I get to meet wonderful people Mm. just by doing this podcast. And I do it so people can meet people like you and pick your brain, so to speak, and go to you and and ask questions of media is what is what I believe in. Your positive media, solution based, um, you know, possibility based, opportunity mm-hmm. based for the greater good. And that's why what you're doing in the world is so important and so needed and why I'm I feel so honored to be included in the conversation. Oh, thank is, you. Um, you know, it is so important and to, on a global scale, and it's so important that we recognize that we're all here for each other. We're all here to support each other, and uh, because why, why? Because life is supposed to feel good. It really, really is. We are meant and designed to be happy, and we are designed to satisfy our desires. So if you find yourself, anyone, in a situation that you're not feeling good, recognize it. You know, it's gossip and put-downs and sarcasm and bullying and meaning. That's being mean. That doesn't feel good. Sympathetic, empathy, compassion, to me, that feels good. So, you know, surround yourself. Pay attention. Notice. Notice what's going on in your own life and notice just by one degree of change, I believe I'll look for positive stuff. There's so much positivity out there. You know, uh, it's, 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 it's yours to do and it's mine to do. That's why we designed World's Greatest Motivators and created this platform. That is why... You know, we're inviting all of your, everyone, anyone who's listening to go to World's Greatest. Now, here's my pitch. (laughs) To go to (laughs) World's Greatest Motivators.com. Why? Not 
because I want you to know me and Lynn, but because the motivators themselves, John Asraf included, and all the ones that we've mentioned previously, are, are giving free gifts, every single one of them. You know, free gifts from, from Lisa Nichols and Brian Tracy, free gifts from uh, Mary Morrissey and, and, and Jack Canfield and Bob Proctor. I mean, they, their gifts are free to, to allow you to feel good, to find a direction, to support. We know that all boats rise. When you're happy, we all get to be happy. You know, when uh, it's together, we're in this together, and their gifts are so beautiful. And they're not going to be uh, free forever because World's Greatest Motivators is becoming a membership platform in 2021. And Lynn and I, were, we're delivering, here is a pitch. This is a for real pitch. We are delivering a can-do challenge. <laughs> you know, that you'll see on social media or whatever. But now, right now, you can go to worldsgreatestmotivators.com. Up on the tab, you'll see free gifts. Uh, browse. Go to your favorite motivator. Download their gifts. Download all of their gifts. David Meltzer has some fabulous gifts, you know, that will help support you, support you in, in this uncovering and discovering during, during uncertainty, doubt, or fear, where you can see what resonates with you and enjoy them, download them, use them, uh, their podcasts and books and all, all great tools of the greatest, world's greatest motivators. We must become self-motivated in order oh, to be absolutely. and motivated to do what is ours to do. And here's a platform for all of your guests and anyone who's listening. I mean, how cool is that? Oh, it's, listen, I have to tell you, and I, I, don't, I don't think I shared this with you before when we've spoken, but the next two weeks... You ought to see my calendar. I've got huge chunks of turquoise blue because mm. those chunks are. Yes, I bet it would look good <laughs> on you. I can't wear it. It's just I'm too like complected to wear bright colors. But that's neither here nor there. I just thought I'd mention that. But part of what I'm doing in these blue sections, and this is my roadmap. This is my blueprint, which is probably why I chose that color. But I have complete sections of taking the gifts because I have every one of them. I watched all of those videos. I downloaded the gifts. And I actually have an hour a day each day for two weeks going through these gifts, absorbing them, oh, sitting with them. Really? Yes. Oh I, I'm not kidding you. I don't, I don't know how to lie very well. I'm not good at sarcasm. I can do lying, not so much. I don't have any filters. Remember that? <laughs> so. I've got no filters, but, but the thing is, I actually have each day I have actually said, okay, I'm working with John Osteroff here. I'm going to be looking at Bob Proctor, who I'm very familiar with each day for an hour, each morning, I am going to those gifts and other gifts that I have from other, other people and other things that I've really looked at. That's giving to yourself, Denise. Well, there that you is, go. There and you that's go. what we need to do. This is self-care. Take care of yourself. Give to yourself first. Put your oxygen mask on. And then you'll be 
replenish to be able to give to others. That is 101, self-care. No, take responsibility. No one's going to do it for me. No one's going to do it for you. Schedule it. I invite everybody. Enjoy these gifts. Schedule it. Self-care. Um, whatever it is you love to do, take time in your busy schedule. It says if, the- you're real, if you're too busy, do take one. Just do exactly. one hour of self-care. If you're super, super busy, do two hours of self-care. <laughs> or go to bed later. But the thing is, we all download these things. We all have a folder, a swipe file. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And we don't do it. I'm doing it. For the next two weeks, my head is down. I'm at my keyboard. I'm in my creative side. Right. I'm that doing no so plant cool. work at all. And I'm doing a lot of reading from people like you okay. and everybody yeah. we listed because it's self-development. I am so excited of what's going to emerge from you. I am Me so too. excited. This is so exciting. And, I, you yeah. know, it's a whole new year, 2021. Oh, man, coming. And you taking this time to right now is the best time to wrap it up, tie it up in a bow, and make welcome the best 2021. You know? Beautiful. And that's, that's the best exactly way to do it. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And take that time. Listen, I don't, I'm not much of a sleeper. So I may be up at 3am. I've had people text me, hey, you awake? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. But I may be reading, you know, something from one of your series. I may be reading something from Tony Robbins. I may be cooking tacos. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. But what I'm, whatever I'm doing is creative. Me cooking is very creative. I love to cook. I will I always find time to do the things that I must do to make sure that I'm the best me that I can be in that moment, always. But there. this, the last Amen. two weeks, That's a I am really, really focusing on it big time. I mean, it's it's on my blueprint. It will happen. Mm. Oh, yay. <laughs> I love your gifts. I oh. Yay. That's I mean, that's the best thing we could do is take time for us. Just a moment. Like a daily practice. I do me first. I do me first. Then I have an overwhelming supply to give everyone else. But I must do me first. And I think that's where a lot of women, again, in particular, and I'm not, you know, poking fun at us, but we do tend to be the nurturer. We do tend to be the caregivers, caretakers. It's just who we are as a rule. And even if you're like me and you live all by yourself with some cats and a dog, who you know, they're going to get fed before I get fed. It's just how we operate. But if you don't take that time, and I, I would say early in the morning when you first wake up, take that time to express extreme gratitude. Say your prayers if you say prayers. Just say out loud Thank you, thank you, thank you. Before you, you know, my mom used to say, oh, geez, you know, she's awake. The devil just said, oh, crap, she's awake. Now what do we do? But, you know, you have to take that time, I think, when you're first, you know, becoming alert for the last time. I don't know about you. I'm up and down. Wayne all Dyer that. said that. Wayne yeah. Dyer said that. Wayne Dyer exactly. said that the minute he opened his eyes, before he's even conscious, he goes right into thank you, thank you, thank exactly. you. Exactly. What a what a gift it is to be to, to live in a human experience, knowing that oh, you're so much yes. greater than this. Absolutely, and so you much know, more. Thank to you. Well, listen, we're we are out of time. Oh, geez, we're three. We're still. Yeah, we are. 
We're not streaming any longer, but we are recording, so nobody's going to lose the end of this. But, Julie, where can people find you? I know we, we mentioned the motivators. World, where else? World, well, worldsgreatestmotivators.com is where you can find me, and you can also find me at, if you want to speak to me directly, you can DM me on any of my platforms. Uh, Facebook, it's Julie Ann Jones Hamilton, because Julie Jones Hamilton is taken. That's my business page. <laughs> so you can go either of those. Uh, Instagram is Julie J Hamilton. And DM me anytime. Excellent. Listen, Julie, thank you so much for coming on. And you did this at very last moment. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And it's just been wonderful speaking with you and I'm so glad we're sisters I'm convinced at some level we're we're related it's in fact I know we are but thank you for all of the wonderful tips and the advice that you've shared with our audience and before we say goodbye I would like to remind our audience to be sure to look for us in iTunes and honestly anywhere else that oh, you can see your business podcast just look for your partner in success thank radio and take us along on your success journey yeah I want to thank you and your audience. Thank you so much for this divine appointment. And thank you and wishing and sending blessings to everyone. Everyone, if you're struggling, this is wonderful. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I'm so glad you were. Well, listen, I'm going to go ahead and say goodbye now. And I'm going to call you in five minutes, just so you know. So I'll call you in just a few. All right. Thank you. Get your voice heard. If you would like to launch your own far-reaching podcast, contact Denise Griffiths at yourofficeontheweb.com and go to the podcast tab.